to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Back to the Runner X Podcast. We are doing a batch uh, today. Gosh, it's, I can't believe it. I think it's 75 degrees outside, which is unbelievable for August 2nd. So I was like, quick, let's go and, and record some podcasts. But of course, I don't know what they're building over there. In, are they building like a new Hopefully. PlayStation or something? Who knows? Maybe it's, it, it might even be a new, uh, what am I thinking? They're probably just redoing the parking lot. Oh, you think? No, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. It's just a beautiful um, uh, park right out here by the uh, high school. So we were talking earlier, Valerie, about um, advice you were given when you started doing triathlons about swimming. And let's talk about that. What What was the advice you were given? Well, this was a great, a really eye-opening thing. I've, at my first triathlon, um, we took a swim lesson, and the coach said, it was really smart. I mean, he said almost everyone that's already a swimmer, you know, by the time they're an adult, they've had years of, he called it staring at the line, Yeah. right? Being in the pool, adapting to the water. I mean, the countless hours they've spent training, swim meets, you name it. Well, he said, you know, most of you guys are here and your triathlon's probably in a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna get that ability uh, to go back in time and spend 10 to 15 years staring at the line. So as an adult, when you learn a movement, you basically first have to learn what is the movement. Right. Because obviously we're going to learn first from our mind and then we're going to tell our body. So it's a, it's a mind-body thing. So first, what is swimming? And then usually, like what this guy did, is he showed us, again, drills on like to help you learn the technique of swimming. Right. So that maybe you're not going to be great at it, but you're going to be good enough to understand the movement and, of course, get through the swim. And then if you have the ability to work on the movement, then you will always continue to improve on that movement. Right. So, like, today I can still swim. And, of course, I do post-method of swimming, in case you're wondering. <laughs> um, post-method of swimming and cycling. But when you start to learn how to do the movement... Well, then the movement even gets to be more enjoyable. Right. I'd never, I mean, I'm not kidding. I played in a pool when I was a kid. I'd never swum for real. Right. So it was very interesting and there was no way I was, again, he was like, we want to make sure you get through your triathlon, but also he's like, I want you to enjoy the movement to actually want to get better at it. Well, and I think that's really important because I was a swimmer in high school. I wasn't a runner. I was a swimmer. We had to do like, you know, 50 flutter kicks, right? You had to do... Um, one arm stroke where you kept one arm out in front of you, you're just working on one arm, then you have to flip it over and do the other side, right? We had these drills we had to do, and we had speed work, right? right. We had you know 50s as fast as you can, or 50s on the minute, right. you know, right? You had to do hundreds or 200s. You rarely, I was a 500 meter swimmer, I was a distance swimmer and became a distance runner, so that whole mindset I would be like, oh, I'm made for distance, right? right? right. No, it's just where I'm comfortable and right. where I'm happiest right that's where I'm in my groove but he, he never said okay you guys that are doing the 500s you're just gonna sit over here and do 500 <laughs> three right. times and the rest of you speed people you're just gonna do speed right and the same is true for like 
Butterflyers, breaststrokers, right. backstrokers. I still had to do backstroke, right. even though I was 500 free. I still had to do my butterfly. I still had to do breaststroke, even though I had a legal kick, right? right? So I still had to do all of them. I had to do all of the movements. I had to do all of the exercises, right? All of the drills right. to make me a better 500 free swimmer. And this is, I want you guys to realize this. The same is true that we were talking about last week with the, with the guys that are playing football. They're not only going to do throwing. They're not only going to do catching. Their warm-up, their drills are going to be about speed work, about cardiovascular, about making sure that they are adapting to the heat that's in the air outside. Same with golfers. It doesn't matter if I'm, um, if, if, my, if my best thing to do is I'm a great putter, I'm gonna still work on my drive, right? I'm gonna work on my drive, I'm gonna work on my putt, I'm gonna work on my chips, you know, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, we don't do that with running. Right. We don't take a look at it and say, what are the elements of the gait cycle, pose, fall, pull? How do I make sure I, I like get my brain into doing that, get my muscles ready to, to, to move elas with elasticity? And then, okay, I'm not feeling good about this. How do I stop and what, what's, what am I missing? Am I missing my fall? Am I missing my pull? Now, are there ways when I'm running, we've talked about checking in. Um, we talked about this, I think, last week, personally, where if I'm running and I'm getting tired and I start to feel it in my quads, that means I'm not pulling, correct? If I'm feeling it in my back, though, I'm bananaing, right? I'm pushing. I'm, or I'm leaning. I mean, leaning. The, the, okay. And that's a good good term since it drives me nuts. <laughs> um, you know, I said this earlier. So one of the things, like, again, when I took my very first swim class is the guy asked us to hold what's called a streamline position. And I couldn't even do that. I mean, my, my elbows were so bent. Like, this, my streamline looked like, I looked like the person at the airport. When yeah. You <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what she looked like. Like the guy in the little... Like, uh, I literally <laughs> had been running for a long time, doing a lot of weightlifting. I had literally never realized that I could not open my arms overhead. It was really eye-opening. And, you know, Caroline just mentioned 50s on the 60. He gave us 50s on the 60, and my 60s... My 50s were like 65, 70. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, in the beginning, it was crazy how awkward it all felt. I had to relearn how to work in the water. And I could run, right? It wasn't fitness. But that's right. what I want people to understand. So it's the same thing. If I'm running and something doesn't feel right, why would I keep running? Right. Instead, stop and reset. And the first thing is to check your pose. Like, the reason it's called pose, guys, is the position is pose. Right. It's just a, it's, it's, it's a pose. And, you know, when Romanoff created the word, it's because, like, in ballet, there's five poses mm -hmm. and just beautiful movements out of all these poses. And so he looked for what is the running pose. So now once you know that, if my back hurts, my first thought should be, Am I holding my ears, shoulders, hips in line? Let me check and make sure I'm in line. Right. How's my alignment? If you want to say it like that. We say pose because right. that's what it is. But we practice when we're not running, right? Even when you're sitting, you should be sitting ears over shoulders over hips. Yeah, right now I'm all scrunched. When you're standing, <laughs> when you're, standing, when you're walking, like there's right. never really a time that it's not okay to be in pose. So if my lower back hurts, my first thought should be is, ooh, let me make sure that I'm not maybe uh, leading from my shoulders, which I call it, it, people call it leaning. So you don't want to lean when you run, you want to be upright. And so that's number one. So these are check-ins 
But first you have to know there is a pose. Right. Otherwise, how do you know? Yeah. You go to the doctor, you're like, my back hurts. They give you stretches for your back. You go back out and you run, you do the same thing. Guess what? Yeah. Your back's going to hurt again. So, and then like you said, my quads are hurting. Okay, so I'm supposed to be running with my hamstrings and not even using more than 10%. So if I'm feeling any muscles at all, something's wrong. Mm -hmm. So again, we teach you to not just the running, but how to reset inside your run. And resetting is much easier than waiting or gritting through or you know all that. Yeah, stuff. I was yeah, I, I was mean, just gonna say that. And that's the other thing too. Um, we've had I've seen this a lot where, especially because it's August, right? And we're in the northern hemisphere, right? So it's hot here. So we get people saying things like, "I'm struggling. Um, it's going to be a hard run today." Well, honestly, if if I woke up and said man, it's going to be a shitty day today. I can guarantee you it's going to be a shitty day, right? <laughs> so if I wake up and say, oh, it's going to be a good day. My kids are going to be great today. Or, um, boy, I'm going to do great on that presentation, right? We, we, we think that we can almost action our way into our results because that's what we've been taught. We have to hustle. We have to, you have to run more miles, right? I can't express this enough, guys, how important it is to think before you do. If you think it's going to be a struggle, there you go. It's not, you know, you're 90% there, it's gonna be a struggle. If you think, um, wow, what a great opportunity for me to, to work on my heat adaption, right? For me to deal with cold. Um, wow, I, maybe today I'll just do drills. This is a perfect day to do drills or something like that. Just yeah. have a, shift your mindset. I'm progressing. Today I'm going to try to progress a little bit better than last time I ran, or I'm going to try to do that drill with a little more elasticity. That, that how much that can change your mindset. And by the way, guys, we all go there. Like, oh yeah, I ran the other day and it was hot, and I was thinking it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> and then I thought, why are you thinking that? Like again, self fulfilling. You're right. I mean, if that's going to be what you think about, then you're right. It's going to be hot. So instead, I picked a fall point. I lifted my shoulders up and I was like, I'm just going to pull. I'm yeah. just going to find a fall point I can hold and just have some fun with pulling. And honestly, at the end of my run, I wasn't that much off what I thought I was going to be. But if I had spent my whole run going, oh my gosh, it's hot, then yes, it would be hot. Now, to be fair, um, and I'll say this just because we're talking about it, like the Olympics are going on right yeah. now, right? And, and, a lot, and I have two ladies right now I'm trying to get to Boston. So that's my Olympics. So it's what I tell them and what I'm sure the, you know, any athlete that's at that level, trying to get to that next level, you want to have mindset of preparation of what if, yeah. you know, like, what am I going to do if it's hot? Yep. What am I going to do if the swimmer with the goggles? That, yes, yes. Yeah. The swimmer with the goggles stuck them in her mouth. Yep. Kept swimming. And as long as she said, I, I could still breathe. So I, yeah. I was fine. That's all you have to. Or <laughs> like, did y'all see Hassan? She fell during the 1500. Yes came back up and won and then not even what eight hours later won the gold in the 5k wow right and she said i did have some coffee <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it, she could have just right i mean that mental strategy is part of training right and part of training is how am i going to handle any situation yeah and for those of us that do distance running guys something's going to happen yeah right? i'm going to have to use the washroom when i didn't <laughs> expect to um whatever right. and that's a great that's a great example and kind of to go with what we were talking about last week with the with the swimming that's something i kind of want to bring up to people is if you were doing a triathlon and you went to your coach right and okay i'm going to do my swimming 
And this feels awkward. You were talking about how it felt awkward. You didn't you didn't realize you didn't have elasticity in your shoulder. You know, you didn't have flexibility in your shoulders or mobility rather. You didn't get out of the pool and go, okay, that's it. I'm not gonna do the swim part of it. That's it. But as runners, we'll be like, well, that's it. I'm not gonna do the marathon or I'm not gonna do five Ks because that I, I can't you know what I mean? We it's almost like we we push back and say, well, I'm not gonna do the drills because they make me feel awkward. I'm not gonna do the muscle work. I'm not gonna do what I have to do because I shouldn't have to do that with running. But it's okay for me to have to do it with golf. It's okay for me to have to do it with my swimming or my cycling or my kids with their gymnastics. Would you let your kid just go out and do a triple jump, right? You'd say, no, 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 let's warm you up first. Let's do some reps first. Right. Let's get you going now. Let's go out with the coach and get you going. And I guess I want you guys well, to remember yeah, you know, that that we that attitude about running is just like I'm just going to go out. I want to lace up and I'm just going to go out and run ten miles. Well, it's funny because you talk about like if a lot of moms do this, you know, they're like, oh, I got 45 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to drop my kid off and I'm going to run that whole 45 minutes, right? Because I want to see what I can get. Because because you're like, it's my time, uh-huh. and I want to use my time for what I think is valuable, what I find to be quality. And running, for most of us, it's the running. So then that's part of my job as a coach, too, is to help you feel like, actually, it's really um, great for your mind and body to do some drills, to do some speed work, to do some intervals, to do some curb runs. Yeah, of that 45 minutes, you're talking about maybe five minutes at the beginning. Right, so when people say to me, ah, Valerie, I don't have time for the drills, or, oh, they look at it as, ah, like it's homework, or it's whatever, I'm thinking, why do you even want to run? Yeah. I mean, the, the fun <laughs> of running is being better at running. Yeah. And part of that is the training. And so I promise you guys, if you start to make the, the practice sessions as part of your your mental game even. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's amazing. But just the little things you do in your practice that show up in your run really become so rewarding. And the joy just keeps coming. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runnerx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runnerx.fit.